on your feet and give God some praise this morning. Hallelujah. If he was right there by your side, if he's been right there by your side, through every moan, through every tear, through every prayer, through every cry, through every soul, he's been right there. He's been right there. Right by my side. By my side. Point to yourself that by my side. He was right by my side. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the kind of God we serve. He'll be right there. Even when you think he ain't there, he'll be right there. When you can't find him, he's still right there. In the midst of it all, he's right there. He's right there. He's right there. He's right there. You're wondering where he's at? He's right there. He's by your side. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We serve a good and awesome God. Hallelujah. Ain't he good, church? Ain't he good, church? I said, ain't he good, church? I said, ain't he good, church? We serve an awesome God. And he's always right there. Hallelujah. By our side. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask you to please turn with me to the book of Joshua, chapter 14. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet, please. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's right there. Hallelujah. He's right there. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for being right there. Hallelujah. Folks on left us. Hallelujah. But God's been right there. Hallelujah. You ask for, will you be? They say, yes, I wouldn't. They lie. But God, you don't have to ask him. He's going to show up. Who can testify that God always been right there? He's always been right there. Even when I forgot to call on him, he still showed up. He was right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right there by my side. When I thought I was in it by myself, God let me know I was there all the time. Every punch you took, I was shielding it because it could have been worse than what it was, but because I was right there. Hallelujah. You should still be in the hospital, but God said, but I brought you out of it. The, the, every piece of prescription that the doctor gave you wasn't the right one, but I brought you out of that. Every time the doctor done gave up on folk and said, well, you better call in the family. No, but God said, I'm the family. And when you call in God, he'll show up. Won't he show up, church? Won't he show up, church? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's right there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's right there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Just to look back over your life. Hallelujah. It's an old cliche, but it's the truth. When I look back over my life, when I look all the way back, when I look all the way back, when I look to last week, God was right there. Hallelujah. You ain't got to testify, but I know it's the truth. He was right there. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Giving honor to God who is truly the head of my life, to his son Jesus, to the precious Holy Spirit, recognizing all of my father's children. Somebody shout out to God. Shout hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let us pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We want to thank you, oh God, for being right there. God, right by our side. God, when we, when we, when we needed you, you was right there. Even, even when we was praying, wondering when you were showing up, you was already there. God, you, you, you knew the situation. You decided to show up in advance. God, when the enemy had his plan, you knew what the plan was, and you showed up, and you said, I already sent some angels. Everything that we was already praying for, you had already taken care of. God, I thank you for being a prayer answering God, a prayer answering God before the prayer even gets prayed. God, I thank you for it, God. I thank you for knowing what your children need. God, I thank you not just being a mind reader, but a heart reader, a situation reader, whatever kind of reader we need. God, I thank you today because you know how to do it. And when you do it, you will move so quick. You will get it done so fast that you can come in and come out and go into the next situation before we even know it. Why? Because you're right there. 
all the time, God. You are right there, God, all the time. You are right there, God, all of the time. And God, let me thank you, God. God, you were you was there during the pandemic, God. Hallelujah. Some can go farther back than that. God, you was back there in the 20s and the 30s and the 40s and the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. God, you was here and you're here right now. God, I thank you for it, God. Sometimes we have to be reminded that you've been right there, God. All this time, you've been right there. We worry about our children that are not with us. We worry about our family that are not with us. And we pray for them and we wondering how you're going to handle it. Because one thing I've learned, God, that as you're right here with me, you're also right there with them. And God, even though when they don't call on you, oh God, I heard the, the, the psalmist say, I once was young, but now I'm old. I never see the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging bread. God, you know how to take care of the seed, God. And I thank you, oh God. You know how to be there with the seed, God. And you've been right there. When the seed got disobedient, you were still right there, God. I thank you for being right there, God. God, I, 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 I just thank you, oh God, for allowing your, your presence to be in our midst today. Now, God, is it a time for your word? Allow your Holy Ghost to do what he needs to do, God. Do it to and to the word, oh God. Father God, as the word gets poured out, God. God, I ask you to pour into our hearts, God, into our minds. Let the Holy Spirit do what the anointing is able to do, oh God. In the name of, let it quicken somebody today. Let their prayers be answered today, oh God. Answer those prayers today, God. Whether it be yes or no, let it be a confirmation. Don't need a confirmation, but God, let your, let your, let it be known today, oh God, that you are still right there. God, we thank you, God. And we bless your holy name in your son Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to go down to the 10th verse. Hallelujah. To the 10th verse of the chapter 14. Whew, thank you, Jesus. God, thank you, Lord. If you're ready, say, I'm ready. Hallelujah. Pay attention to what I'm about to what I'm about to, about to read. It's very important. And actually, y'all repeat this after me. And now behold. Stop right there. Be stopping right there. Okay. The subject will be today. When now delayed becomes now today. You may take your seats. When now delayed becomes now today. Hallelujah. These are the words of Caleb in, in, in verse 10. If you start at verse 6, you, you will see Caleb begin to speak. Let me, and before I go any further, let me say this. The young lady that, that was killed over at the armory, name was Brandy Miller. That is, that is uh, the young lady that was killed it was his brother Banks' granddaughter. Let us keep him in prayer and the family in prayer. She has, a, even though people go to concerts, sometimes people can put things on their individual, but you know, God is good and we come from good family. She has a good family. How do we know? Because we know Brother Banks, hallelujah. Even though nobody else, we know Brother Banks. Amen, somebody, hallelujah. But as I would say, these are the words of, of Caleb. When you start at verse six, all the way down to the end of that chapter. And what's interesting about this particular uh, 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 conversation is that, as I said, these are the words of Caleb, but we haven't heard Caleb speak for a long time. When we, when we first hear of Caleb speak, okay, Lord, I was, I was going to not say this, but the Lord told me to say it. I'm gonna say that I have to testify this morning. And what I'm going to testify about is something that happened to me on yesterday. I wanted to get around it and try to, try to act like I was going to forget it. But the Lord said, I hope you won't do that right now before you get too scarred. Uh, I have always, whenever it snows in, my, in, in Rochester, I have a snowblower. And I oftentimes, I'll go and I'll do my neighbor's sidewalk both of them on both sides of me and last year whenever it snowed and they and they would they beat me outside and they would go out and do 
uh, shovel their driveway and they would do the sidewalk, they never did mine. And it upset me. It upset me to some awful. And I didn't forget about that. I'm going to tell you, I didn't forget about that. Like, talk to me now. And, and, and somebody the same way. You, you be good to folk. And, and then when folk ain't good to you, and you, you, you remember that thing. Some, Sometimes it's a, it's a subliminal message. Y'all said it was Sunday school. Uh, it, I, I want to tell you, I don't, listen to, I don't do Sunday school to the, to the Monday after Sunday. Because I don't want to be infringing on anything. Let everybody, I won't ever read it to the Monday after Sunday. But, but anyway, so I was out there and yesterday because I've been working in the building. I haven't been able to go exercise. Robert said, the snow bus? No, I got to get to exercising. So I'm going to use my shovel. And I go down there and I'm shoveling. And I said, you know, the Bible says you got to bless your neighbor. So I'm going to bless my neighbor. And I own one neighbor. I only did half of the sidewalk. I said, that's good. I'm shoving my sidewalk. Got to the other neighbor. I shoveled half of their sidewalk. And I said, that's good. And then as I'm going back to my driveway, the Holy Spirit says, so that's how we're doing things now. I stopped and I went back and I got everybody's dry sidewalk all the way to the end because that ain't how God does things for me. Because when God blesses me, he blesses me all the way. And when God has charged us to bless somebody, we said we're going to follow the Bible and treat your neighbor as you treat yourself. Didn't mean treat your neighbor how your neighbor treats you, but treat your neighbor how you treat yourself. And, and I, I, I wanted to get mad, but I knew what God when He said, that's how we're doing things. Now, I had to remember, no, that ain't how we're doing things. Can I get some help in here? Because sometimes we'll do things and we think God is going gonna, is gonna to co-sign with that. But God said, as good as I've been to you, as good as I have been to you, down, we just say he's been right there by my side. As good as God has been with you and been blessing you all down through the years, this is how you don't do nothing. I got whipped yesterday, church. Even while I was up there, not only did I just shovel the driveway, I made sure it was clean. I got to the grass. I went, I went beyond the grass on both folks' sidewalk. I wanted to make sure. Now, even when one little neighbor, she had a piece of her little sidewalk to up to her step. I got a little bit of that. I said, that's okay. You're doing good. I said, ooh, I just want to make sure you're pleased. Because the one thing you don't want to do is make God mad with you. Can I get a witness in here today? You can be mad at other folk, but when God gets mad at you, I preached last week that everybody is God's child, but you got to know how to treat God's children. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm actually in the subject today. Hallelujah. And the word he's dealing with, with Caleb, and as I said, Caleb didn't talk. The first time, the, the last time we heard Caleb talk prior to this was 45 years prior. 45 years prior. 45 years prior, it was... <laughs> It was in the book of Numbers, hallelujah. In the book of Numbers, God had told uh, uh, Moses, he said, I want you to send out some spies. And I want you to go have them go check out the land that I gave you. The land that I gave you. He said, I want you to go have them check it out. And, and, and he sent a, a representative from all 12 other tribes. And of that 12, he had Joshua and also Caleb. And they was there for 40 days spying out the land. And they, and they spied out the land from Mount Hebron. And at Mount Hebron, they, they saw everything. And when they got ready to come back, they cut a one cluster of grapes to show them the evidence of what God had said was there. When God said they'd be flowing with milk and honey, that it'd be uh, of fruits and vegetables that they didn't plant, houses that they didn't build, that they'd be a plenteous of, of land. They wanted to show them, look what God said. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But then when they get back, the uh, Joshua and Caleb had a report. They said, oh, it's just like God said. 
It is good. And the people say, yeah, but. Every time God gets ready to bless us sometime, we look for the negative instead of what God said. God said it. It, it, it don't matter what it looked like. It don't matter what it sounds like. It's the fact that God said it. Hallelujah. And, 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 and here they began to complain. They complained so hard until Moses got to, be, got to be a little bit concerned himself. And what I find interesting is that here a God told Moses, and yet Moses began to doubt. But it wasn't Moses that encouraged the people. It was Caleb. Hallelujah. Caleb, he, had, he stood in, the Bible says, that, that he stood in before Moses and he spoke to the people. He said, let us go right now. And the people said, no, we can't go right now. And, and I can see it in, my, in, my, in, 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 in the story. I can see Caleb getting to be a little bit frustrated because he saw the same thing. I, I, I can see him saying, as it says in the scripture, yes, the people are strong. I saw that. But God said he gave us the land. Yes, the cities are walled. I saw that too. But God said he gave us the land. Yes, the people are great. I saw that too. But God said that he gave us the land. Yes, the children of Annex are there. There are giants are there. The giants were like eight, nine, ten feet tall. Yes, I saw them. But God gave us the land. And the Amalekites are there. I saw them too. And, and the Canaanites were there. I saw all of these folk. But God said that he gave us the land. He said, and because God gave us the land, let's not waste time. Let's go up right now. Hallelujah. He said, because we are able. Thank you, Jesus. Did you hear what he said? He said, we are able. I taught on Thursday night that when God blesses you with something and when God blessed the people with the land, they had to serve the enemy and eviction notice. When God blesses you with anything, if somebody else got it, you're going to know how to get rid of them because God got the knowledge. God got the wisdom. God got the resources. God owns the trees. He owns the seed. He owns the ground. He owns the grass. He owns the rain. He owns the clouds. Everything that the land needs, God said, I gave you the land. Don't you know if God gives you the land, He'll give you everything that you need to take care of the land. He'll even give you strength. He'll even give you hope. He'll even give you the faith to trust in him because he said it. Hallelujah. He said it. And what's beautiful about this, Caleb didn't hear God. Moses heard God. And Moses said, God said and because Caleb trusted Moses, and he knew Moses wouldn't lie, Moses was his pastor. And he said, well, since God said it, then that means it's done. When we come into problem, let me fast forward today. You will hear the word of God come forward unto you, but we want to judge the messenger. Can't get no help in here. We don't like the messenger, but it really, I've learned that it ain't the messenger. You're looking for an opportunity to be disobedient to what the word of God has told you. Because it's inconvenient for you. Because it's not like how you want it. You want to look for an opportunity to stray away from it. But I love what God said. God says, since you're going to be disobedient here to the children of Israel, this is what I'm going to do to you. This is what I'm going to do to you. As I was testifying, Sister Michael said, you don't want to make God angry. They made God angry. I don't know about you if you ever made God. Anybody ever made God angry and you knew God was angry with you? Have you ever known that God was angry? No, nobody else knew, but you knew God was angry with you. Everything else looked good, but you knew God was angry with you. You said the wrong thing. You went the wrong place. You did the wrong thing. You talked to the wrong people. You participated in the wrong activity, and God told you not to, and yet you did it anyway, and you thought you was being slick, and God had to let you know, I didn't like that. And since you grown, I'm going to show you how to handle grown folks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Bible tells us that, 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 that God, he was angry with them. He said, this is what I'm going to do for you because when the, when the 10 gave the report, everybody began to complain. Everybody began to complain. 
God is, is setting them on a, on a crash, on a fast course to prosperity. They ain't planted nothing. They didn't know nothing. But God said, I'm going to get it all ready to set up. It's all set up. Just heed to what I said. There's some folk in here right now. God got something for you right now. He got that blessing waiting on you right now. You, you ain't, you ain't got, you think you ain't got all the resources. It don't matter about your resources. It's the fact that God done said that he got it for you. He knows how to supply the resources. He even knows how to get you right for it. All you got to do is learn how to walk in it. And the Bible tells us that God pronounced a judgment that was fierce. The Bible said not only is he just, but he is a terrible God. You want to make God angry? Let him, let him, let him do what he really can do. What that, you know, it's just like when mom and daddy would give us a spanking. God, my mama said, don't do that. I don't want to have to spank you now. Anybody ever heard that, had that conversation? Oh, you don't make me, don't make me have to spank you. Don't make me have to spank what? You, that means you, that's your choice. You ain't got to spank me. <laughs> then, then don't. If you don't have to, then don't. Hallelujah. But but here, God was angry. God told him in 1429, he said, your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness and all that were numbered of you according to your to everybody from the ages of 20 years old and up will not see oh, Jesus. You will not see the promise because you had murmured against me. And then he goes on and, and, and he gives the link he said the number, verse 34, the number of the days in which the in which you were in the land to spy it out, even 40 days. I'm going to give you for each day, I'm going to give you a year. You shall bear your iniquities, even 40 years. You shall know, he says, ye shall know my breach of promise. Now, when I heard of the word breach of promise, now, now in the legal term, that's illegal. When you breach of a promise, when according to a contract, hallelujah, that that's 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 a if you if you breach a contract, that's that's rounds that's that's grounds for a lawsuit, hallelujah. But but here when he says breach of promise, it wasn't that God breached the promise; it was the fact that they breached the promise. And since they breached the promise, God was simply telling, them, according to Easy Read version, it says, "You will know that it is a terrible thing." For you to be against me. When you challenge God. When you tell God. No it ain't going to work like that. And God said I gave it to you. Yeah but it don't look good. That means you challenge God. And that you telling God that he wrong. How many times have we told God that he's wrong? By your doubt. By your, by your disobedience. You told God that he was wrong. But notice here, after, after Caleb said what he said, he didn't speak nothing else because God said, the only one that's going to see it is Joshua and Caleb. The only one. But this is the thing that, 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 that really gets me. He was 40 years old when God promised him. He didn't say a word until he was 85. Have mercy, Jesus. I said it again. You, maybe, maybe you missed it. He was 40 years old when God gave the promise. He told them 40 years they would be in the wilderness. They was there for 40 years, but then he had to wait five more when they came out to get to it. Oh, look at that. But notice he didn't say a word. How many of us are impatient with God? When God tells you that I got something for you, but you're impatient. Notice here. He didn't say nothing. We don't hear him. We don't know if he said anything, but the scripture doesn't know that he said anything. But here's the thing. God told them then that they was able to get it then. And, and Caleb said, let's get it now. But because of their disobedience, he had to be delayed. His not, he was obedient. He was ready to go. But because of everybody else's disobedience, the now became delayed. Who in here has had to wait on somebody else to get rights in order for God to bless you? Oh, Jesus. Who in here had to, had to, had to suffer some consequences of other folks while you be obedient and yet they ain't got? Who in here? 
We've all been there in another way or form of a fashion. It reminds me when I was a child, my father used to, in Tennessee, they used to have candy ladies. My father said, I'm going to be a candy lady too. But then how you going to do? I'm going to get some candy bars. And the kids on the way to school, we're going to sell candy bars. And I was the only child, and the cousin come say, well, that's for one summer. And one summer when he came up, he, uh, my daddy said, okay, this candy ain't for y'all. This is for the people who are going to come by who I'm going to sell this candy to. Don't touch my candy. And so uh, my, 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 my daddy told me, now, don't, don't get in trouble now. I don't want to have to spank you when I come home if I'm missing some candy. Okay. And, and so, so he came home, and every day my money would match up with the candy that he sold. And then one day he comes home, and he looks in the box. There was no money, but candy was missing. He went to my, went to my mama. My mama said, here go with the money. I took the money out the box. He said, okay, but the amount of money that I have don't match up to the candy that's missing. And he said, did you take any candy? She, my mama said, no, I'm taking the candy. So he goes gets me and my cousin. I knew he took some candy, but I wasn't going to say nothing. But then I thought about it. Either I'm going to tell the truth or we both get beat, okay? Or I got to face my cousin if I tell the truth. My cousin going to fight me, but I'm going to fight him back. I ain't worried about my cousin, but I'm worried about my daddy. Hallelujah. So I decided, I said, I said, daddy, he did it. And my daddy said, okay, now both of y'all going to get beat. How that possible? Can I get a witness on that today? Anybody ever gotten beat because somebody else did something? Hallelujah. My daddy said, he said, everybody going to get this punishment. The reason why I'm punishing you so you will know in the future this is what will happen if you mess up. Hallelujah. Y'all didn't catch that, did you? The reason why uh, Caleb got beat, he, he got punished. He was obedient, but he was able to watch what happened. He experienced what happened. So when the time was up, he was able to realize this is what happens when you don't do right with God. This is what happens when you don't be obedient to God. But there's also something else in here that, that, that really helped me to see about how, how, how obedient that he was. Thank you, Jesus. The, the scripture tells us, it tells us if you, if you obey God and you obey all of his commandments, he'll give you long life. Hallelujah. Not, not only, not only does it say, now we, we love to talk about if you, if you, if you honor your mother and father that your days may be long, but I've learned, I've read that if you be disobedient with God, he'll cut your life short. I'm going to hit that rewind button again. If all that prosperity that you got, if you be disobedient to God, the same prosperity that he gave you for being obedient will be the same reason that he'll take it away from you when you be disobedient. Caleb didn't say a word. This is for somebody today. If it ain't for you, it's for me. He didn't say a word. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't say a word. Years went by. He saw folk do right for a little bit and then mess up again. He saw folks die. Can you imagine having to wait till everybody die? Ooh, we God said, won't none of y'all live. Then you got to wait time to go, go by for everybody to die. And then, and then those that came on next had to learn how to do the right thing. And yet they were still messing up all the while. You still doing what thus says the Lord. And it seemed like God is still punishing you. Have you? I can see him in my mind probably talking with God. Why me? Have you ever asked God, why me? You said do right. I'm doing right. But why me? I've learned. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes we got to pay to help others get right. I'm going to hit that rewind button. Sometimes you got to pay to help others get right, especially in your family. I can't get no help in here. Mothers have had to have had to make some sacrifices for their children, for their children to get right. How much bail money did you have to take out of your retirement to get your children out of jail? How how many how many times did you have to cancel vacations? How many times did you have to cancel your retirement because somebody, your brother or your sister, didn't do right? Let, let, let me flip, flip it around. How many times did somebody had to make some sacrifices for you so that you could get right? How many times somebody had to lay down something or, or, or not do something or not buy them some clothes so that you could have? 
and yet you didn't do right. How many times? And then when you do get right, you want to act like, you act like, what's, like what I do. You've been good. It ain't cost you nothing. You ain't, you ain't been through nothing. I went through it. If you think just because you were the only one struggling, the devil is a lie. And so are you. Because when somebody do wrong, it don't just affect you. It affects the whole family. Because while you out there doing what you doing, being footloose and fancy free, the family at the house praying to God, God keep my baby. God keep my husband. God keep my wife. God keep them. And they got to struggle. You know how many mothers and fathers have had to struggle. For you, if you look across, even myself, I, I wasn't, a, I wasn't a, the, the naughtiest of children, but I was naughty in my own way. <laughs> Hallelujah. I didn't go to jail and I didn't get caught often, but I was naughty in my own way. And, and my parents had to make sacrifices. Sometimes we got to pay for things. I've broken stuff and my parents had to pay for it. I busted out windows and my daddy had to pay for it. And I thought that even though I took a beating, I didn't realize I had to take his whole paycheck. You don't know what it costs, folk, so that you can get right before they get right. You don't know the prayers that folks pray silently, praying and hoping, God, I trust your word. God, I believe you. You say that if I call on you, you will answer. And God, I've been calling you about my baby. I've been calling you about my neighborhood. I've been calling you about my city. Look like they ain't getting right. But God, I'm calling on you and I'm trusting you. I'm believing in you. I don't care how long I got to wait. But God, I'm going to wait on you. This was Caleb. Caleb was waiting on the Lord. There are some folks of us in here sometimes. We say, Lord, I'm going to wait on you. But you lie. <laughs> When you, this is when you know when you're waiting on him when you don't complain about it. When you don't complain about how long you're waiting. When you don't complain how much time is taking. When you don't complain about other, what other folks are doing. But you are steady being obedient because God says, if you love me, show me by being obedient to my word. We've, we have got to stop looking at what other folks are doing. I'm going to hit that rewind button. We got to stop looking what other folks are doing. We got to stop looking at how other folks are doing and wondering why I, I'm doing all that. I ain't getting up. We got to stop that. We got to remember that, that, that we have a charge too. We got to stop pointing that. Look, God, look at them. God, look at that. Do you see what they did? You see how good I am? Stop, stop comparing yourself. Because when you start comparing yourself, you, you're, you're revving up something in you that God didn't put in you that would be jealousy, that would be envy. You start coveting, and God don't like none of that. You, if you won't wait on God, then wait on God. Be patient and wait on God. How can you say you got faith, but you don't want to wait on God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we look back over, over history, <clears throat> if we look back over history, if you look at, the, at, at, at Abraham, Abraham was considered faithful. Why was he faithful? Because he obeyed the voice of the Lord. He didn't know what he looked like. He didn't have any written word, but he obeyed the voice of the Lord. And because he obeyed, listen what the word says. It says his children was blessed of all the nations because he was obedient to the voice of God. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us when you love God and you keep his commandments, that is when you obey him, not the preacher, but when you obey God, not your mama, when you obey God, not the evangelist, not them that's walking around spreading the gospel, when you obey God, when you obey him, the Bible says that the Lord God will send mercy in your direction. When you obey, he'll send it to you. Hallelujah. It was told to the children of Israel that when they obeyed the voice of the Lord in all of his instructions, he would be the enemy to their enemy. Hallelujah. 
When you obey God, you don't have any enemies. Every, every time the devil come up against you, he ain't coming up against you. He ain't coming up against God. Every weapon he got, it ain't fighting you. He trying to fight God. So every weapon that comes back, his direction. It ain't your weapon. It's God's weapon. Why do you think it says over there in Ephesians 6 to put on the whole armor of God? The whole armor is the word of God. The whole armor is the hand of God. The whole armor is God. If you put on God, he'll fight your enemy. Won't he do it, church? Won't he do it, church? He'll, he'll be there for you. You may not see the fight, but he'll be there. Every, 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 every struggle. If you look at every time you look at it and say, God, look like I can't win for losing. Have you ever said that? I ain't by myself. Have you, have you ever said, I can't win for losing? Sometimes God got to let you be the example to the disobedient. When it's the disobedient that's watching you while you up there complaining and saying, oh, God, I can't win for losing. Why did you let me still go through? Why did I said, God, why did you let Caleb go through all this? And he was obedient. And he said, because the people needed an example of what obedience looked like. They need an example of what it looked like. Since they can't see me, they need to have a picture of what's in their midst of what obedience looked like in the midst of the punishment. What obedience looked like in the midst of the condemnation. What obedience looked like in the midst of the struggle. What obedience looked like when you turn, when others turn their back on God. They need to see what obedience looked like when in the, when the midst of trouble, in the midst of trial. They need to see what obedience look like who in here need to see what obedience look like who in here needs to be the example of what obedience look like there's a bunch of us in here you look like you're set back no you just set up you are the example of obedience thank you jesus thank you jesus he says it has been set before you today if you be obedient today there is a blessing today. But if you disobey today, there is a curse today. Hallelujah. That, that, that's, listen, I may not see my blessing, but I don't want no curses. Hallelujah. I may not, I may not see all the good stuff coming my direction, but I sure don't want no bad stuff coming my way. I may not see it, but one thing I know, if I be disobedient, I can guarantee that punishment is on its way. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. One of the things that, 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 that God told Solomon, he told him when he, when he became king, the Lord told Solomon to do what was right in his eyes. Not, 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 not just obey his word, but to be obedient in God's eyesight. Everything you do, I want to see you do it right before me. Don't know God's watching you. Don't you know God's paying attention to everything that you do? And the enemy is hearing what you're saying, but the enemy is watching you too. And sometimes we think it's only the enemy. No, God's watching. God knows the commitment that you made. God knows what you said. God knows how you lied to your friends and your neighbor and your loved one. Say, if you trust him, he won't leave you. But as soon as they leave, you stop trusting. You stop being obedient. And God said, I saw that. I saw that. But he told Solomon, he told Solomon, he said, if you do what is right in my eye by keeping the commandments as your daddy did, as your father did, he said, I will, I will surely bless you like I blessed him. Look what he said. He said, but he said, if, if, if you be obedient as, as many, listen at this now. He said, he will be with us. He told him, he said, if you be obedient, I'll be with you in everything that you do. That's what he told Solomon. And guess what I also heard? That if we do the same thing, that he'll be with us. You, 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 you just be obedient. You may not see how he with you, but he with you. 
You, you, you go, to the, go to the doctor's office. You, you're supposed to get a bad report. But then the doctor come out and said, the, the, look like the results done changed. The Lord was with you. You go to the grocery store. You, 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 you knew how much you had. You didn't have enough of the groceries. You had 50. The amount cost 70. But then when you get through discount, 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 you didn't have a coupon. You didn't even have a Wegmans card. But at the end, the bill was less than the amount that you had because God said, I'm with you. He said, I'm with you. Don't worry about the rest. I got your back. I can catch up the slack. You, anybody in here ever had bills you couldn't pay? Hallelujah. Anybody ever have any bills you couldn't pay? Look like it's old, baby. I don't know how. We, I remember this many years ago when me and Barbara, we first started tithing and Barbara sent some bills out. I said, baby, we ain't got enough money. She said, well, it's too late now. <laughs> I said, what? She said, too late now. I done already mailed them bills. Hallelujah. She said, ain't we tithing? Remember that? <laughs> I said, yeah, we're tithing. <laughs> but you see, we don't understand that how, what, 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 what we read is how we understand. But when God said he'll open up a window and pour out a blessing, we think it's going to be an onslaught. God knows how to pour out a trickle at a time and I want somebody to know that every bill that made it made it on time and it was paid with no late fee and we still had money in the bank I'm going to tell you he'll be with you if you just be obedient he'll be with you hallelujah hallelujah so we get to the point now Caleb, Caleb is now speaking he's now to the point they done made it 40, it's 45 years. And here he is. He gets, I'm going to read you what he says. That's it's very powerful what he says. It says, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Canaanites, said unto him, thou knowest the thing that the Lord said <laughs> unto Moses. Hallelujah. He said, you remember what, what, what God said to Moses? Uh, sometimes we have to hold on to the promise. <laughs> when nobody else is holding on to it. You got to hold on to the promise. Do, do, do you hear me, Brother Vern? You got to hold on to the promise. Hear me, Minister? You got to, you got to hold. If nobody else is going to pay attention, you got to hold on to it. And he said, thou knowest the theme that the Lord said unto Moses, the man of God, concerning me. You got to know what God said concerning you. Did you remember what the, what the man of God said that God said about me? Oh, God. He said, he said, 40 years was I when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me to, to Kadesh Barnea to espy out the land. And I brought forth him again as it was in mine heart. Nevertheless, my brethren that went up with me made the heart of the people melt. But holy, but holy, I followed the word of the Lord. When everybody else fails, I'm going to follow the Lord. Is there anybody here that just because other folks ain't going to follow that you going to follow? We got to know how to follow when other folks give up on God. Sometimes we give up for the littlest of anything. But when you say everybody else failed but me, he said, but I wholly followed after my God. Hallelujah. The Lord, my God, if you got a relationship with him, you know that he got you. I'm going to follow him. I know he got me because he said it was mine 45 years ago. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And he said, and Moses sweared on that day, saying, surely, look at this now. He said, surely the land, Jesus, we're on Thy feet have trodden on, shall be thine inheritance. He said he was talking to me. <laughs> and, the, and thy children's forever. Not just mine, but my children's too. He said, because you have wholly followed after the Lord. I'm going to say this real quick. Don't you know there are some promises coming to your children's direction? Even if though you may not see it all, but if you stand still and obey God, there are some blessings coming to your children. Anybody got that today? Your children may not pray, but because you've been obedient, 
You want your children to have a better life? You be obedient today. You want your children to have more? You be obedient. Hallelujah. And here come the word. <laughs> here come the word. That, that was before it was now delayed. <laughs> okay. But right now is now today. Hallelujah. And he says in this 10th verse, and he says, and now behold. Hallelujah. He said, the Lord has kept me alive. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. He said, I want you to pay attention. <laughs> he said, when he said he kept me alive, the scripture said, let me go back to the scripture part again. I want you to see this. I want you to know exactly where it is. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to know exactly where this is. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 4 and 40. It says, everything that you do, that you had experience and witness was to show you that, that, that you might know that the Lord is God all by himself. In order, in so many words, in order to prolong your days upon this earth, we must keep his statutes. That means to obey every tittle of the word of God from the eye in the beginning to the period at the end, at the end of Revelation chapter 22. That means if we follow everything, your, your now from back then will become your now of right now. And as he says right now, he says, God has kept me alive these 40 and 5 years, even since the Lord spake these words unto Moses while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now... Lord, I am this day 40 score and five. I'm 85 years old. He said, as yet as I was strong this day, so as I was strong back then. And guess what? He said, I'm still, I still got enough strength. I still got enough strength for the fight. Enough strength for the war. Thank you, Jesus. He said, I got enough strength. Look at what he says. And he says, in verse 12, he said, for thou heardest in that day that the Anakins were there, that the cities were great and fenced. If so, be the Lord, we be with me. Then I shall go be able to drive them out as the Lord said. Where was he going? And Joshua blessed him, gave unto Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, Hebron. Wait, what was what, Hebron? Hebron was the mountain that they was, as I told you in the beginning, Hebron was the mountain that they was on when they looked out and saw the land. God said, I'm going to give you the mountain. Ooh, we y'all didn't catch that. that. That little bit that you think that you can't get, God said, I'm going to give you the mountain. I'm going to give you the mountain. If you be obedient, here, and, 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 and Caleb said, God said he was giving me Hebron. He said he was giving me Hebron as an inheritance. And Joshua said, so it will be. You got Hebron as your inheritance. And 14 says, Hebron therefore became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Canaanite, unto this day, because he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. And the name of Hebron before was Kajathaba, which Arba was a great man among the Anakims. And the land had rest from war. Listen to this. Anakims were the giants. Pay attention. Anakins was, I told you, they were the people of Anak. They lived in, in Hebron. And the people were afraid of the giants. Caleb said, God said, it's ours. I'm ready to go down right now and get it. And, he said, and, and now the giants are still there. But the scripture here said, but the land had peace from war. Where are you going? Where I'm going is, you just go. God will clear them out for you. Do, do you hear me? Every 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 giant, don't you go prepare to fight them, but don't worry, you ain't got to fight them. God will move them out. He, he, he know how to move them out the way. He know how to he know how to defeat folk. Folks who think that they smarter than you, folks who think they got more money than you, they know how to belittle you, they may want to make you feel small. You just keep on being obedient. Them same folk. 
that you, when it's time to get that promotion, them same folks just been a placeholder because when it's time for you to get what God got for you, when it gets time for God, what he got for you, it was delayed then. But when your now becomes today, when your now becomes today, the devil in hell can't stop God from blessing you. When your now becomes today, you got to know what he says. When your now becomes today, you got to know what God promised. And you got to say, I've been waiting on God. And now I'm at the place. And now I'm at the right time. And guess what time is now? And I'm ready to go get it. Is there anybody in here ready to go get what God got for you? If you're ready, shout hallelujah. I want to tell somebody today, I don't care what it's been, what you've been going through. I've heard you. I prayed that prayer. God, I'm trying. God, I'm trying. God, I'm trying to do what you said. But everything around me ain't moving right. Ain't acting right. But one thing we need to remember, while you've been obedient, you ain't been sick like them. You ain't been broke like them. Even when you didn't have any money, he still took care of you. Even when everybody else was doing things scandalous, he still was keeping you. When everybody else was on drugs, he made sure you had the right prescription. When everybody else, they had the insurance and you didn't have any, he made sure you didn't get sick. He made sure you stayed well because you was obedient to him. God knows how to keep you. Anybody in here know that God's a keeper? Anybody on this side? Know that God's a keeper. If you keep your minds on him, if you keep your minds on him, who knows in here? Oh, Jesus. If you know for yourself, stand on your feet and point to somebody. I know for myself. I know for myself. I know for myself. God is a keeper. God is a keeper. Because when I've been obedient, he done kept me. And he's still keeping me. If he's still keeping you, somebody wave your hand as a witness. If he's still keeping you, if he's still keeping you. Hallelujah. 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 He's still keeping you. He's still keeping us. He's still keeping us. He's still keeping us. Just like Caleb held on to the promise that God was going to give him this blessing. We also got to hold on to a promise. Hallelujah. Better hold on to a promise. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe also in God, but believe also in me that in my father's house, there are many mansions. It may not be today, but I'm believing if I be obedient, I may not get it today, but if I be obedient, Thank you for not cracking the sky. Thank you for not letting me judgment day. Give me the chance, God, to be obedient. But the day when he comes, the day when he comes, when he cracks that sky, and I've been obedient, that day when he comes, when he comes, and he said, now, and my children, those that are dead, will be raised up. Those that are alive will be caught up. I'm glad that I got a promise and I'm going to hold on. Anybody in here? Anybody in here today going to hold on? Anybody going to hold on today? Anybody going to hold on today? Anybody going to hold on today? Tell me I'm holding on today. It may seem tough at times, but I'm holding on today. Hallelujah. 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 Hold to his head. Oh, God's unchained. You better hold. You know God. You better. Your hopes turn. You ought to hold to God 
Oh, you better hold to his hand. Come on, church. God, son, you better hold. You know God's unchanged. You better be your hope. Eternal. You better hold to God. One more time. Change in hand. Oh, you better hold to his hand. Come on, church. Oh, God's unchanging hand. You better hold to his hand. God's unchanging hand. You better be in your home eternal. Put your hands together, church. You better hold the two gods. How about one more time? You better hold the two his hand. Mm-hmm. God's son changing hand. Oh, you better hold the two his hand. You better God. You better be your home. You better hold to God's unchanging. Put the hands. Come on, let's come on. Come on. Come on, let's praise him in here. Because you know that God is a keeping God. Whoa, hold on. Hold to his hand. Hold on. Hold to his hand. You better hold on, hold to, hold on, hold to it, hold on, hold to it. You better hold on. Times may be rough. Times may be hard. But hold on, hold on. You better be your heart. You turn, you will hold to God. As the doors of the church are open, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hold to his hand, hold to his hand, hold to his hand. God's a changing hand. Hold to his hand. Hold to it. Come on and praise him, church. Testify. Hold to his hand. Yeah, hold to his hand. Yeah, hold to his hand. Yeah. And you better be your host. Hold on to God's unchanging. Hallelujah. 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 Without, hold on. Hold on. Be obedient and hold on. Hold on today. Hold on. Hold on. Hallelujah. As the doors of the church are open, doors of the church are open. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. If you, as you can please remain standing. If you are here today, or maybe you are online and you're watching, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And you heard the word today. And you wonder why. Hallelujah. Say amen. Hallelujah. Let Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God. So let the church say. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. As I said, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What I love about God, 
He always gives his, he's always gives his children a way to come back to him. Even when you've been disobedient, he also says in his word, if you turn back to me, I will be your God and you will be my people. And well, you know, now you still belong to him because you are his children, but he wants you to choose him today. And if you haven't given your life to Christ today, today could be your day, whether you're online or in the building. If you haven't, if you've yet to give Jesus Christ your life and you've been disobedient, I'm going to tell you today, let this be your next turn to him be the point of your first step to obedience and turn to God today. Turn to Jesus today. He wants you as you are. I declare if you come to him as you are, I promise you, you won't leave like you come. Hallelujah. Jesus said, if you accept him, hallelujah. If you accept him, he will accept you. But he also says that he'll give you the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And the Holy Ghost got keeping power. Notice they have keeping power, church. Of the Holy Ghost got keeping power. Hallelujah. Or maybe you are that individual that has backslidden in the church. You walked away from God, but God hasn't ever walked away from you. You can come back just like that. Or you got to turn back. You may have been unsanctified, but you're not unsaved. Hallelujah. You can come back and, and he can start you afresh. Hallelujah. Let the church. Or maybe you're an individual that's looking for a church home. Hallelujah. Want me to tell you, as I said every Sunday, we got plenty of room here at St. Paul. We're not a perfect people, but we serve a perfect God. What you see isn't a finished product. What you see is the process that God has taken us through to get to where he wants us to be. Hallelujah. Because we all got some flaws. We all got some issues. But because we now decide to be obedient, and we've learned what it feels like for God to walk with us if you want God to walk with you and be with the people that are seeking to have God walk with them. I'm here to tell you to join us today. Even just come visit us here at 63 Thomas Street, Rochester, New York, 14605. We will welcome you. Hallelujah. If you want to come dress up, come. If you want to come in jeans, come. As long as you just come. God has spoken. The church said. Or maybe you need prayer today. If you need prayer today, whether you're online, just say, I need prayer online. If you're in the building, they raise your hand. If you need prayer, I got my hand up. Hallelujah. We know that there are many in our family that need prayer. Outside of our family, need prayer. But all of us need prayer in one way, form, or not. We all need prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come today, God, after we've heard your word, God, we want to say thank you, God, that where we are right now. We didn't see it before, but we see it today. We may not be where we thought we could, that we want to be, but we see it today. We're at the place that you want us to be. So when it's time for us to get there, it ain't based on our age, it ain't based on our conditions. It's based on your timing. And God, and when you're ready for us to get where we want to, what you want us to be, God, we want to thank you for today. Because right now is training time. We want it now. But God, but I thank you for delaying our now. To train us because when the now actually comes, not only will we be ready, we'll be satisfied for how you did it, God. We'll be satisfied, not only we'll be satisfied, but we'll be willing and we'll be able. Regardless of our age, we'll be willing. And we'll be able. And we'll be able to be a witness to somebody, God, that's at a point of undecision 
they'll be able to listen to us with our testimony as Caleb testified God. As your word says, we overcome by the power of our testimony. And I wonder how many got encouraged that day. Because as I stand here today, I am encouraged as many others that God, that we're going to be obedient. We're not obedient to the preacher. We will be obedient to your word. And when the preacher sends the word, even if he haven't heard you, God, we trust your word. We trust your word, God. And you're not a man that you should lie. We trust your word. If you say you're going to give it to us, it's on the way. If you say you're going to give it to us, you're preparing us for it. If you say you're going to give it to us, you're preparing that day. And when that day becomes today, hallelujah, help us to recognize it and give you all the glory and give you all the praise. Let us say hallelujah. We say thank you, Jesus. We say hallelujah. We say thank you, Jesus. You are an awesome God. You are wonderful God. We bless your name, Lord. We bless your name, Lord. You are a keeping God. You are a promise keeping God. God, we thank you, God, because you have spoken. You have spoken. And we say amen. We say amen. We say amen. Hallelujah. And also, oh God, before we get ready to leave, God, I want to thank you, oh Heavenly Father, for this opportunity that we have to give back to you. But Father, it all belongs to you. It all belongs to you. How do we know it belongs to you? Because if we believe your word, God, your word says it belongs to you. Then if your word said it, that settles it. And it belongs to you, oh God. God, we, our minds are so finite that we may not understand everything that's in your word. But if we do what your word says, it'll work like you said it would. Now, God, for those who are going to bring their offering, those that are going to bring their tithes, Father God, I ask you to touch everyone's hearts. For Father God, you, your word says that you want a chill forgiver, but you also know the hearts. Father God, I ask you, oh God, to try the hearts. And Father God, help those who are going to be tithing for the first time, God. Trust your word, oh God. Not trust me, but trust your word, God. That everything your word said that you would do, that it will be done. And not just with your tithers, but also with those who won't give that offering, oh God. Let, to let us all be cheerful. Let it all be used for the uplifting and the upkeeping of your kingdom. That your church be glorified in your son Jesus' name. Let us all say, let the church say, hallelujah. Say, God has spoken. Let the church say amen. Amen, church. Amen. Give God a hand of praise. Make sure you go in peace. Hallelujah. God, some praise in here. Hallelujah. On my left, obey the ushers from the rear as those on my right. Amen. Please don't forget each other in prayer. Don't forget about the service we have at Peace Baptist on 23rd. And also don't forget about the fish fry that we're having.